this is this is the new like broke woke bespoke meme right like yeah <laughs> broke is being a company with no ai ethics team mm-hmm. woke is being a company with an ai ethics team but internally suppressing everything that it does and then that really long and good reporting in the technology review on um Facebook's own like responsible AI team. This is the bespoke shit, right? The bespoke shit mm-hmm. is is having a a secret responsible AI team, <laughs> never telling anybody that it exists, right? Amazing. <laughs> so what we see here is we see H and M is woke, right? Because they have a responsible AI team. They're 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 releasing news articles. They're releasing a framework of governance. Now, now it's a framework of responsible AI that looks to be AI generated because <laughs> it is completely just like like a mishmash of buzzwords. The quotes here from Linda Leopold, the head of AI policy. Uh, in this news article from H&M are fucking hilarious too. Like you just nailed that one, right? Where it's like, because uh, we can do something doesn't mean we should do it. Another quote in here that I found to be fucking hilarious is uh, Linda Leopold, quote, we need to talk about AI ethics. This is a fucking pool quote that they have in like, like 80 sized font on the, like yeah. in the, in the article. <laughs> it's like, beautiful. What a, <laughs> oh, you're telling me? That the head of AI policy, her wise words are, we need to talk about AI ethics. <laughs> what? <laughs> and in fact, I was looking a little bit more into it. And some of the solutions, there is this uh, blog that she uh, wrote, basically, or the blog that was written about her. Um, and they feature, for example, you know, you might be asking yourself, okay, the AI generated checklist, how are you going to do that? So... One thing they propose is making AI ethics conversations open-ended, but not abstract, right? So you could create an ethical AI debate club where you invite different people from different walks of life and different parts of the company to debate each other. You could write fictional ethical dilemmas that could take place in your industry today or the new future. And people have to argue a pre-assigned standpoint. It may not be their actual opinion, but it's part of the exercise. It forces you to find arguments, even if you don't personally agree with them. Hmm. (laughs) It also allows... (laughs) This is literally fucking like McKinsey boilerplate. Yeah. IQ squared. Uh, in this section, we have why you should use, you should point, why you should train your algorithms, specifically your AI algorithms, with the data from the racism computer. And in this corner, you have you have another employee who, for some strange reason, thinks that you shouldn't debate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> then they have four to seven minutes of pro and con arguments, and then the audience votes. Note. There's usually no winning standpoint, which shows how difficult those questions can be. Huh. I think I think there's a fucking winning standpoint with a lot of the AI questions. This is all just a fucking meme. It's the we live in a society meme. It's the right. uh, who can say if it's good or bad meme. Right. Right? Like- Look, artificial intelligence regularly misidentifies people. But on the other hand, it makes investors happy. So who can really tell if it's good or bad? <laughs> I, I fucking fell out of my chair. So they say in this news article, one of the key methods to make ethical questions top of the mind is for everyone working with AI uh, is to get people talking about it. However, as you said, a discussion about AI and ethics can become very abstract. I fucking love that their solution to this was creating an ethical AI debate club. 
fucking if they're serious about this invite tmk to the ethical ai debate <laughs> i am ready to engage in the octagon of argument um, with these fucking people <laughs> oh that would fucking be fun dominate these nerds well, for some reason them. uh we are not going to be releasing this episode of the debate club uh there was the audio was lost uh, we don't even really remember who was the guest. We just lost it all. So <laughs> here's here's more from Linda Leopold about why artificial intelligence is the future of H&M supply chains and also loss prevention. <laughs> loss prevention. I, I had someone in my in my mentions literally saying loss prevention is a really important issue for these companies. Really? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah. I had someone <laughs> in my mentions like on the side of loss prevention. <laughs> like, you know what loss prevention is, right? <laughs> oh my God. These companies, you can go into H&M and steal things every single day and they would never really fucking notice. I mean, like, it's such bullshit. <laughs> it's such but, bullshit. Ed, counterpoint, counterpoint, my rejoinder to that, to quote Linda Leopold, to create the future we want, we need to work together to involve more people in the discussions around AI and ethics. Are you against having an inclusive discussion about these topics? Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm against, I'm against uh, as we've talked about in other episodes, uh, the diversity and inclusion bullshit that's used to provide cover for just like doing an exploitative thing. It's okay if we introduce this horrible technology that harms people because uh, the head of it is a black woman, or the head of it is like some group that we would marginalize if they had a different class position, right? But it's I hate it. <laughs> Get rid of the technology. We had a we had a uh, ethical AI debate in our club, and uh, it came on the it came down on the conclusion that actually loss prevention is good. So you can't criticize us. We had a debate about it, and we included. We included a diverse range of people. Now, I wanted to know, all right, who gets hired as the head of AI policy at a place like H&M? Like, you know, like we are in a bubble for the the AI ethics industry right now. I know, dude. Right? It's so wild, too, because it's like there's like real the a real ethical discourse should be around the way Timnit's framed things after leaving Google and everyone instead is like okay but what if we made the large language models or we made like the racism computer like like more responsible like what if we had a board that oversaw the racism computer and like made sure it was only racist at like like five percent of the time that it usually is would that be okay I think that'd be acceptable <laughs> mm -hmm. I was talking with uh Joanne McNeil who's a great great writer, tech critic, has been on these topics for a long time. And, and she made the point that it's like, like five years ago, there was seven AI ethicists, mm -hmm. but now there's like 700,000 AI ethicists. I know. <laughs> and and when, you, when you see exponential growth in an industry like that, you know something is up. <laughs> you know something Boeing. is up. Boeing, uh, one of the world's largest manufacturers of weapons, has just announced that it is uh, creating an AI ethics team that will look into ways to sustainably and reliably create accountable killing machines. <laughs> That's just like what we're going to be forced to deal with for the rest, for the next few years, it seems like. 
I mean, it gets to a point as well here that's like there is this continual pattern of social scientists raising critical issues and solutions, right? Things like diversity, things like ethics, and, and, and solutions like audits, right? Oh, we just need audits. We need, we need internal ethics teams at these companies. And then five to 10 years later, after some social scientists raise this issue, do a lot of uh, work on it, companies come around and they co-opt it in its weakest fucking form, right? Mm. They, like, and, and why is that the case? Is because the point of criticism must be to be aggressively adversarial, right? It's not about right. having a fucking debate club about it. Get that wonk nerd shit out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to have a model UN debate where it's like, okay, what if we like negotiated for Skynet to reduce the sanctions on the last bastion of humanity? You know, do you think that would be a, a preferable outcome? No, get rid of that shit. Get it out. You know, that's, I think that's another thing. Also this infection of like technocracy, of the wonks, right? And this debate club shit. It's also like a good way for them to not actually have to do anything. Right. Because now, the metric by which they'll judge their work is conversations. You know, John Kerry had this climate change organization where he judged it by how many conversations were being had with the mm -hmm. other side. And it's like, dude, who gives a fuck about the conversations? The climate is going up, man. Are you going to stop it? Let's talk about the emissions. Let's talk about the outcomes first. And similarly with AI, it's like, are you stopping them from using large language models? Are you stopping them from using carbon intensive training systems? Are you stopping them from rolling out dragnets and surveillance systems? No. Oh, you're just talking... You're just debating weird ethical dilemmas so that you can train your employees to be fine with, like, the horrendous moral outcomes? Okay. <laughs> You're part of the problem.